You are listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. All right, I already... I'm ready to have some fun, bitch! I started recording, motherfucker. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, I got the music intro starting. I don't know why I do this. They hear us over the music anyway. <laughs> if you listen to other podcasts, we're talking over the music anyway. So, so yeah, three, two, one, blah, blah, blah. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chris Wilde again with you on uh, Breaking the Fourth Wall, our fourth episode, our one-month anniversary. If you can believe it or not, let me go ahead and kill the music there. Uh I'm here again, joined by my co-host uh, Brian Hayden and Mike Thorne, all good on morning. location through. Good morning. You have very strange sleep schedules. Anyway, before we get started on anything, I just want to give a quick shout out to a, a couple friends of ours out there in uh, Egg Harbor. Egg Harbor. I can't talk today. Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. Uh, by the name of Nerdvana. Uh, this past weekend, Breaking the Fourth Wall, i.e. Brian Hayden and uh, Mike Thorne got a chance to head out there and talk to the guys in Nerdvana. And why don't you guys go ahead and tell about the experience and why we're giving a shout-out to them today. Um, it's actually Plus Two Comedy, and it is hosted by Noah Houlihan. Um... It was in a place called Nerdvana, which is a comic book shop, and Brian can take it from there. I don't remember much else. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. I mean, they're very accommodating. The one, uh, don't remember the other names of the host, I apologize for that, but he seemed rather enamored with uh, Thorne over there. I don't know why. <laughs> uh... It's that flesh-colored yarmulke, man, I'm telling you. Nope. <laughs> we'll go with that. Uh... Flash color. What's wrong with that? Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it's extra, extra, extra large. It's getting larger every day. <laughs> well, the the ironic thing about it, the, the ironic again, Mike Thorne and I have known each other since we were in high school. Now, nineteen ninety one. So yeah, we're old, and uh, <clears throat> uh, it wasn't back in those days. He and I were both a hell of a lot skinnier. But, uh, yeah, right. but he had longer hair than me, okay, and he was egotistical as all hell about his hair. Oh, me? Yeah, you. And you used, to give me, you used to give me shit when I would grow my hair out, and then I'd shave it into a crew cut, and I'd donate the hair to the locks of love. I've always done that, so, but he would give me shit about it, because he's like, I still have long hair, so when I came back from Colorado to reunite YGW with him when he talked me into coming out of retirement and the first time I saw him again and I saw that bald spot I couldn't help I couldn't help but look at him and be like dude karma's a bitch isn't it <laughs> I had we met we remember, do you remember Tim Baker, Baker boy yeah I remember Tim Baker the little bit of a bald spot he had we basically used to make fun of him all the time now my entire head basically looks like the basketball we used to make fun of them with. <laughs> hey, straw, straw. That's it, you know, we all get older. Uh, except for Brian over here, who still looks like he do- did when I first met him. Goofball. 
who whose blood yeah, have you been drinking? You know. <laughs> drinking from. Yeah, man. Plus for certain genetics. All right. So uh, today we were going to discuss uh, video games and particularly uh, uh, single player campaigns versus multiplayer online play. The pros and cons of both. Uh, unfortunately, our special guests that we were hoping to have on the show today are not going to be able to make it. Uh, so I think we should save that subject for another day when we can actually have them on and have hear their piece. So without having anything really prepared as a backup idea, I was thinking maybe we could just tell stories. I mean... Uh, for those of you who don't know about us, we all were entertainers in one form or another, pro wrestlers, uh, musicians, whatever. And Brian was, what's that? Brian was a dancer. <laughs> it was. So I thought we could tell some story, you know, some road stories or some, you know, even keeping in the pop culture theme and fashion, we could talk about like experiences uh, when we went to see a certain movie or or a certain band, or, you know, whatever the case may be, and just, you know, let's let let's let our listeners know a little bit about us. Um, so, floor's open, man. Who wants to start, and how are we going to start this? Let's see. Now, let's start your ego problem, or mine? <laughs> we don't have that long of a podcast. Alright, well, how about this? We were just discussing, well, actually, I Yesterday, I was um, doing Uber, and I ran in. I was at the, um, the Democratic convention. Now, okay. I'm not getting into politics, but the people you and me are wow into that shit. <laughs> this guy picked up this girl, and she was hot. And him, he looked like some kind of old, right, 70s rock kind of guy. Bottom line was, he did everything he could to get down her, up her skirt, and she just was not having it. Not at all. Well, it was the Democratic Party, so more than likely she could probably... I'm going to pick on the Democrats here. I don't care. But uh, she's probably a lesbian. Probably. <laughs> oh! It's like you're barking up what the wrong tree, literally. Old. What's that? I just feel like all the stories end up with, there's a hot chick. Because that's what they do. No. Thorn, Thorn's married, so of course he's going to notice all the hot chicks. He can't really look anymore. I really, uh-huh. I really hope your wife doesn't listen to this show. Me too. <laughs> Would you be pissed if I tagged her in the, in this when I upload it? You're, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that don't remember. Give... She will come to your house, and she will pull your ass out of the house door and say to your wife, "Give me five seconds. It's all I need." What do you mean? What? Done. All right. Bye. Oh, trust me, I'm not going to cross your wife. I already know she don't like me that much. Yeah. She hates you, but I can't figure out why. I I still remember. I still remember no matter how many times uh, Thorne and I have had conversations on the on the phone, and he'll tell me the stories of like she'll come home while he's on the phone with me, and uh, she'll be like, "Who are you talking to?" And he'll be like, "Wild," and she'll be just. I'm, I'm I'm sitting there just like, "What the fuck did I do to her?" <laughs> you, know? you exist. You sure she's not uh, an ex of mine somewhere? Are you sure she wasn't an ex of mine that I just don't remember? <laughs> a what, man? An ex. Never know. 
Because, you know, those are the ones that usually hate you my guts. You never know. <laughs> those are the ones that usually hate my guts the most. So. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brian? Any special Did you that question? I don't. What about you, Brian? Any special stories to tell this week? Uh, just that I got back from Boy, that was fun. Where were you at? Uh, duty up in May's Landing. Uh, okay, what you, what were you doing up there? Uh, being No, I'm not being smart. Uh, thank God, but another dude that's probably didn't get chosen because just by looking at the guy, I could tell he was innocent, and you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Uh, jury jury duty stories. We, we want to have jury duty stories. I know all of us have been picked at least once in life. Good. Thorn Thorn remembers my old jury uh, duty story. The first time I ever got chosen for jury duty, you know, got the little summons. Years, I was like eighteen years old. Okay, so it's the first one. Like as soon as you register to vote, they send you the thing. It's like, hey, we're gonna choose you. At the time, Thorn and I were. Thorn and I were kind of trying to start a business together, you know, uh, with a, with another friend of ours that kind of fell through, different type of story. We're supposed to be happy today. And fair warning, I'm I. This is kind of a. This is gonna not paint me in a very positive light to you guys. So just bear with me. I wasn't doing it to be an asshole. I was doing it because I really didn't want to make nine dollars a day being a jurist for Philadelphia. Okay, so I go there and they're trying to get me involved in cases. And they offer this one about a rape going on and stuff like that. And they asked me if I could be unbiased about the, the woman who who was making the accusations and stuff of that nature. And I knew if I was as uncooperative as I could be, they would hopefully not choose me. So, <laughs> so when they asked me if I could be unbiased in this rape case, I said, fuck no, the bitch probably deserved it. You know? Yeah, they didn't like they didn't like that all too much. So they made me sit in the room for a couple hours and stuff of that nature, and then they finally come back. It's like, okay, here's one. Uh, we have a murder charge uh, about this one guy, and he was African-American. And could I be unbiased in the jury of of uh, somebody being accused, and especially with them being a different race? Uh, to which I responded, uh, hell no, hang that, and I will bleep out the last word I used. From that point, they were like, okay, thank you very much for your time. Have a nice day. <laughs> I have never had a, I've never had a uh, summons again. I'm pretty sure the city of Philadelphia looks at me as a sexist, uh, uh, racist human being, but... Hey, your name's Donald Trump! But I get left alone. <laughs> I can run for president. You know? There you go. And win. <laughs> and win, yeah. So, for for this full disclaimer, I am neither sexist nor racist. Uh, I just didn't want to be in, stuck in a jury. So... <laughs> yeah. I was making I was making a couple hundred dollars a day uh, at the job that we were doing at the time. I didn't want to lose that money making nine dollars an hour, being bored out of my skull, traveling to Center City. 
So I got out of it. Did a little note for people who want to get out of that shit. I see. Well, just, just, most people start talking to themselves, and they actually excuse you. <laughs> Maybe I should have done it that way. I'd rather be marked as crazy than a racist. So. Well, that's how I got out of it. <laughs> they were talking. They were saying a uh, drawer number, you know, whatever it was. And I'm starting to start talking to myself. They went, sir, can I help you with something? Like, huh, what? What do you want? Who are you talking to? The voices in my head. They come to me. They understand. That's not what they really said, though. I'm just kidding. They said something else. Officer, yeah, could you please escort this gentleman out of the building? I got a jury duty. I think you just named today's episode. The What's voices that? in my head told me to. There you go. <laughs> All right, Bry. Let's hear. Let's hear the jury story. story uh, duty story. And uh, Thorn, before we do, can we get you to roll up your window? Because I'm hearing your traffic. The windows are rolled up. Oh, okay, because I'm hearing the traffic really loud. Yeah, the windows are all rolled up. Um, there's not much I can do about it. Cause I am on the highway. Okay, no sweat. Go ahead, Brian. No, I'm not. What's that? No, I'm not. I said, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, dude, calm down. Relax. What? <laughs> ben Franklin Bridge, here I come. Was he a Democrat or Republican? Did it matter? No, not really. I think he was before the whole Democratic and Republican Party. You got me started, damn it. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. It's going to constantly be a conflict of interest right now. I apologize for our listeners. I think, and you know what? I'm just going to let the show run with uh, Thorne arguing with himself. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Trenton son. Yes, we're in Jersey. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not. Billy. <laughs> You're sorry. Shit, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. In, I'm not in Jersey, so I have no care. I'm in. I'm in Philly. Oh, she is cute. Hang on. Thank God my wife does not listen to this part of the podcast. <laughs> Ryan, do not I, tag him in that because I'll get blamed for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always Wild's fault. The show disclaimer, Nicole, if you listen to this show, it wasn't me. <laughs> he did it. He did it all. Brian made him do it. <laughs> oh, thanks. He's like, great. Now I'm up against Kirk with that battle. <laughs> enough under, under enough buses already. Uh, uh, all right. Oh, speaking of buses. Yeah. The, um, I think we, we were about to discuss this. The whole someone hating me for a certain reason. I don't think it had anything to do with something that happened years ago. I think it had something to do with something that happened recently. Okay. That's why he hates me so much. I understand what you're saying, but our listeners and probably Brian don't. And like we discussed before we started recording, uh, no shoot, so I'd rather leave that subject until we're off air. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, man B, now let me stop. Yeah. Person A to person B to person C, which is both all three people in one. Yeah, but enough about your personalities. Alright, so as I stated at the top, though, besides, uh, besides with the Nirvana, uh, we'll go ahead and just talk about, like, uh, stories and everything else. Uh, little known fact is, uh, Brian 
Thorne and myself were all professional wrestlers in our careers uh, prior to doing this podcast thing. I was also a musician. Uh, I don't know, Brian, were you ever a musician? I know your brother is, but were you ever a musician? Nah, no, no music for you? Does he have a guitar count? Guitar Hero? Sure, I'll count that. It's a podcast. No, Air, Air Guitar, Air Drums. Does that count? Sure, why not? You I know, don't guitar. <laughs> he plays a mean Air Guitar. There I've you go. I've never, get he, missed, never miss a note. I'll tell you what, man. I've seen it. You know, he doesn't know it, but he forgets to shut his camera off once in a while. You know, that whole entire Tom Cruise risky business looking thing while you're, you know, just no. <laughs> so anyway, my first thought is let's go ahead and tell some road stories. Do either of you guys have a uh, great, funny or entertaining road story from your career that you want to share with uh, with the listeners and with the panel here today? It's very R-rated. This is an R-rated show. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this one? <laughs> Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> and I can't even make a long story short because it's just a long story. We have the whole story. You ain't going to know what's going on. <laughs> Years ago, I had just got my wisdom teeth pulled out. <laughs> so, we're in the back of a pickup truck back when it was legal to actually drive in the back of the bed of the pickup truck. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> Go ahead. Now, what's that? I remember this. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how many people were in the back of the bed, but I know I was not one of them because my man, I was in the cab with the driver, and I just had my teeth pulled, and I'm drinking, which is really not a smart thing to do. So my mouth is not only full of blood, but it's full of alcohol too. So yeah, it's staying at the blood, which makes a lot of sense why I'm bleeding so much. Moving on. We're driving down this avenue, and a couple of the guys that are with us decide to see this homeless guy standing on the corner of a street. What do they do? They decided to say, we're going to smack, we're going to moon the guy. Okay, moon him, wonderful. They pull their pants down. They stick their ass over the edge of the truck. And they, it's <laughs> they literally like two part. inches from the dude's face, like... They nail him in the face. <laughs> the one guy kind of spun into the truck and fell. The guy who got the, the poor homeless guy is looking like, what the fuck was that? And all I see was, oh, I see the dude's ass, dude's face, they meet, one guy, both guys fall. And I'm going, woo, 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 woo. As the driver's saying, what just happened? All I heard was smack. And I went, woo, 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 because a lot good you are. You want to tell you, I got a cooking in To this day, I still live at that. That happened 20 years ago. Well, speaking of 20 years ago, I'll tell a quick one. Uh, another you were in alcohol, the back of your truck for that one. Another, another alcohol-induced story. I was hanging out <laughs> with my old band at the time, uh, uh, Defenestrate was the name of the band back then. You remember Defenestrate. Uh, Chris Mayer, Chris Warburton. Whoa, no. Uh, Chris Warburton and uh, uh, Jason Prosky and those guys. Thorne, do you remember them? Thorne, do you I'm, remember I'm, them? I'm, where are you? I'm right here. Alright, because I can barely hear you. Ah, but uh, So anyway, we're, we're hanging out at my old apartment. 
uh, which I was sharing with uh, two other guys off of the boulevard here in Northeast Philly. And uh, we're out in the parking lot, and we're drinking 40s of Old English. Okay, eight balls. Yeah! So, uh, I'm good and fucking toasty, and I don't know why, but it got in my head. I'm going to start fucking with the traffic in the boulevard. So I literally run behind a bush and strip down to a jock strap. Not underwear, literally a jock strap. And I come running back out in sneakers and a jock strap, and I'm jumping on cars that are at a red light, yelling, I am the Lizard King, I can do anything, jumping from car hood to car hood to car hood. As soon as I was done, I noticed that there was a cop nearby, and I hauled ass back into the apartment and hid, and left the rest of my band there. <laughs> the cops pull up, stop them, they all had to hide their 40s and shit, because we were all underage. And, uh, <laughs> they're like, where's that asshole that was running around in his underwear? And they're, they're having to try to explain off, like, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> to this day, Chris Warburton still blasts me. I owe him a 40. <laughs> it was really going to suck. But the audio on, on this podcast, at least on my end, is so choppy and low. I have, I heard Lizard King, and I remember a story, and that was about it. Oh, really? I can barely hear Chris. Yeah, I can barely hear myself. All right, well, I'll sit a little closer then to the microphone here. Hopefully you guys can hear me. Is that better? That helps a little better, yeah. But it's also very choppy. Yeah. Well, for I can't speak for, for, for Brian. Brian, are you working on a Wi-Fi signal or are you hard-lined in? Uh, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, okay. And, Thorne, you're probably working off of uh, your data, your phone's data. Yeah. That may explain yep. the choppiness, because you guys are coming in fine to me. Earlier, I was dealing kind of with Jesse, or excuse me, uh, with Brian uh, not really being able to be heard, uh, which I thought was because the the stream was picking up the noises you were making. That's why I asked if you could roll up your window. But, sure. But you guys are coming in clear for me, so I think that may be your end's connections. Possibly. So, I mean, what I'm what I'm recording yeah. is sounding clear, at least from what I could tell right now. I'll know by the playback. I'm but. down here at the um, bottom of the Walt Whitman Bridge where all the traffic is going on right now. So to be able to hear anything is almost impossible. <laughs> so, all right, Brian, we told our old uh, uh, drunken stories. Your turn. Tell us a drunk story. Tell us a story of Piano Man. I think he just froze. Alright, so while we figure out... Oh, there he is. I saw you move for a second. I see you're still there. But we have no audio from you. None? Now I just got a none. All right, so <laughs> as we figure this out, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to try to do? Maybe maybe this will help. Hold on, guys. No, I'm not going to do it during the live stream. Yeah, I'm going to show you my crotch. That'll help. Ew, I'm turning this off. I am getting out of this right now. <laughs> I am done with this conversation. I do not want to see your crotch. 
Hey, I'm almost 40 years old. I'm not the I'm not the 20 year old, 19 year old kid that used to like to jump around in his underwear anymore. That's why I retired from wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Ah, yes, there's Brian and and Thorne are still very much active in the independent wrestling community. So uh, if you guys want to see them in spandex, feel free. Yeah. I'm not in spandex. I'm only. I'm not, dude. I'm not in spandex. Just for, just for the record. <laughs> it's crushed velvet. You know what? I, I got a bone to pick with you about that, actually. Because you, you remember back in the beginning of the YGW days when we first started doing You've Gone Wild, right? You know, uh, the only gimmick I had besides the ones we had made at a sex shop. Yes, our first pairs of spandex were made at a sex shop in Pensalkin Mart in Pensalkin, New Jersey. Cost I actually us, remember that. It cost us eighty dollars to get each to get one black singlet and one black leotard that were made thick enough for wrestling. Oh my god, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but I never wrestled in those black tights. Remember because uh uh midnight, Brian Angel. Right. Had given me his old crushed red velvet uh, gimmick pants. So I always I wrestled in those. And you gave me so much shit about being gay for him. <laughs> now look at you. <laughs> you know what? I see, it seems to me that in my younger years, I did a lot of mouthing off. And now that I'm older, it's all biting me in the rear end. <laughs> Everything's biting me in the butt. I give you a hard time about crushed velvet. I'm wearing it. I give some people a hard time about hair. I'm bald. I give people a hard time about pieces of shit cars, and I can't. I go through car after car after car. I got one. Oh, blow me. And with that, this show has gone completely off the rail. Well, I went off. I went on to um, myobra.com to get online so I can actually work now. And I'm in traffic, but as long as I can still do hear you, I'm fine. Well, that's that's fine. That's fine by us. As long as I can hear you, then then the stream's going to record. Um, oh, God! This woman's got rainbow stuff all over the back of her car. <laughs> You're down, you're down at the DNC, aren't you? Or at you least know he, it. Or at least heading that way. I'm heading that. Well, I'm in the general area. Well, do me a favor, Mr. Uber driver. No. If you see Hillary Clinton, hit her. <laughs> hit her? Hit her. And then back up to make sure you didn't miss. Oh, you got a Hillary supporter. I'll support her, all right, by the neck with a rope. Oh, what did she ever do to you? She betrayed the damn country. And yet she can run for president. She rigged the election against her own freaking party uh, people, against Bernie Sanders. And she could still run for president. People actually still believe in her after she's been caught in lie after lie after lie. I'm sorry. I don't care if you're Republican and you support Trump. I don't care if you're Democrat and you support the Democratic Party. How could you be so blind as to support this dumb broad? 
And I'm going to call her what she is. She's a dumb broad who's getting away with freaking murder. She is the perfect example of a term I absolutely despise. But she is the perfect example of it. She is the perfect example of fucking white privilege. And it disgusts me. Fuck I'm her. Proud of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you. I want to shake your hand right now. Or let's just say, proverbial y'all, high five. <laughs> there you go. Bounce. <laughs> Bow down to the... <laughs> Bow down to well, the king. all I can say is welcome to America. Unfortunately, yeah. So, right... Land to the free and home of the dumb. You know what? I, quite honestly, you know, a lot of people for over, for many years... I guess we're going to be going on the politics here. Um, hey. For a lot of years, people have always picked on the right-wing conservative Republican Party piece, uh, people for being... Pompous, I guess, would be a, a nice term to, to, to use. And I used to be one of those people. When, when I was younger, uh, Thorne will tell you, I was very, very left-wing, okay? Um, I believed in free love. I was fine with abortions, and I still am for, for the most part. But as I got older, my views of the world and seeing the state of the world, I... I grown a lot more conservative than I used to be in my younger years. But, but particularly in this election, and I've seen this a lot, especially on social media, um, the way Republicans used to be painted by pretty much everybody pales in comparison that the Democrat extreme liberalists of today are some of the most ignorant motherfuckers on the planet. Hillary's in front of me. There are there there have been times where I've seen people put up their opinion, whether it's pro Hillary or pro Bernie or God forbid pro Trump, and it's always this liberal fucking loudmouth that's gonna come out and talk about somebody's ignorance, somebody's stupidity, or whatever else, because they don't share the same view as this person and this person and this person. You know, like, for the sake of argument, I think, to give a perfect example, I think this election sucks. I don't really like Trump. I do like some of his stances, but I don't like Trump. But I'm voting for Trump because I don't want Hillary in the fucking office. And I have no other choice. You know, so it's like kind of picking the lesser of two evils. I made that point clear one day. I was called a racist, I was called ignorant, I was called retarded, I was called every name under the book, but yet not one valid argument on why I was wrong. Not one valid argument. We're going to make this country great again, because I know everybody that I need to make it, and we're going to make this country great again. I hope so. I hope so, because right now we're looking at civil war... We're looking at war with China. We're looking at war with Russia. We're looking at war with North Korea. We're still in a damn war with the freaking uh, ISIS. You know, we're about to have a racial war because the left-wing liberal media wants to hype up these racial tensions. And for some reason, our political government is absolutely fine with these domestic terrorists called Black Lives Matter. Oh, crap. Hang on here. And yes, I'm going there. Homeland no, terrorists. 
Homeland Terrorists. They are the exact opposite of the Ku Klux Klan. But they hold the same ideals. Racial equality through dominance of one particular race. It is wrong. It is wrong. And the fact that our government even praises this movement is disgusting. It's despicable. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the way I... It is. It is the way I feel. It's the way I look at it. It's a free country. You can speak your mind in any way you feel. I'm not against anything you're saying. I'm saying share your opinion if you have one. You have an opinion, you're sharing it. That's the end of the story. Well, I mean, I guess one of the major reasons that I get so hype about this... Don't get me wrong. I With the uh, the, the police racial shootings that have happened... Okay, and I guess evidence did come out. I haven't followed the stories more detailed as of late because obviously the media kind of brushed it to the side. But, uh, yes, the media is good for you know, I don't know if it was ever founded of whether or not the cops were actually justified in their their killings of, of the uh, the African American victims. Uh, the way it looked to me, no, they were not. Absolutely not. That was definitely racially motivated. And Dude, the one cop got locked up. The one that shot the guy in the arm got locked up. Okay, good, good, good. But the retaliation from the Black Lives Matter movement, that's not how you fix a problem. No, it's not. All First of all, all lives matter. I don't care what color you are, what ethnic background you share, all lives matter. Now, if you're trying to hurt someone or kill someone, then your life does not matter because you're trying to take a life away from someone else. So in that particular case, your life obviously does not matter. But in any other way, every life on this planet matters. That's exactly it, except for Hillary Clinton's runner-over. <coughs> but, uh... Oh, that was great. But, you know, I'm sorry, the... the the one thing that absolutely despises me, and I, I want to get your guys' opinion on this, one of the things that absolutely despises me on the stances of the liberal uh, consensus and especially the Black Lives Matter movement is the term that I mentioned earlier, white privilege. I'm sorry. I grew up lower middle class. I am an American-born German descent White male. Ain't nobody giving me shit. Where the hell is this privilege I keep hearing so much about? There is no racial privilege. The cops ain't going to not mess with me any less than they're going to mess with a, a black guy simply because I'm white. I have tattoos. I have scruffy hair. I look like a dirt bag. To them, they're going to fuck with me just as bad as they're going to fuck with the black guy simply because both of us look like we're up to no good. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but that's not white privilege. That is profiling based on the way you uh, carry yourself and perceive yourself to others. Now, my look has always been a headbanger look, uh, rock and roll. So we always look scuzzy and up to no good. That being said, to judge me on basically my look is wrong. To judge somebody on the color of their skin is wrong, but <laughs> but there is no there is no white privilege, except for if you're talking about old white rich people, 
In which case, yeah, there's absolutely privilege, but that's not white. That's money. It's rich privilege versus the rest of us who are poor as shit. Yeah. Okay, and... You know, I want you guys' opinions on this, but, you know, that 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 phrase, whenever I see it on, on Facebook, and, and unfortunately I've seen a lot of my friends who uh, are on social media or even, like, my son's friends who were friends with him since third grade, okay? Uh, inseparable, like, brothers. This kid used to call me Pops. I was his, I was his other dad, okay? Now is all about this Black Lives Matter things and won't talk to anybody who isn't, who isn't black anymore because, oh, it's, it, you know, white privilege and blah, blah. And it pisses me off because nobody did anything to these people. Am I, am I wrong in this, guys? Your opinion. I mean, how do you feel about what's going on in this world? Brian, give your opinion first because, I mean, I'm going to go off on a tangent. <laughs> Now, my opinion is pretty much that with Chris. You know, I'm working a dead-end job. I'm barely making my bills paid, doing the best I can. I, I, I don't have any privilege whatsoever in my family. You know, my descendancy is a bunch of Italians that came off the boat, you know, my great-grandparents. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the same situation as you, Chris. What's exactly? I, I feel... All right, now it's my turn to have some fun. You feel free. I feel... That first of all, I grew up in the projects. Everybody knows that it's not, you know, poor. End of story, poor. Welfare, Social Security. Mom was on welfare, dad was on Social Security. We didn't have anything. I didn't know what the inside of a McDonald's looked like until high school. Uh, welfare was not exactly a privilege, like, oh, all your bills are paid for. You know why they're paid for? Because we can't afford to fucking work. We can't, we can't, we don't have the physical ability to work. My mother had a bad back her entire life, my father had a bad heart. So now we're in the projects being looked down upon by people that are socially privileged, a.k.a. the white uh, privileged people. What did you call them earlier, Chris? I forget even what you called them. The old but rich fucks. There you go. Um, who the fuck are you to look down on me because I have a scruffy paint, uh, beard or a scruffy hairdo or whatever the fuck it is or a flower wrapped around my waist? It's all that can a fucking Ford, and yet... I can't go into a Macy's without being looked at. Like, Ew, what are they doing in here? Now, over time, my station in life kind of changed a little bit. So, yes, I worked my ass off to get where I'm at today. It's that much different. But all in all, I don't... Hang on a minute here. I don't wear a fucking suit for a living. I don't walk around with my head stuck far up my own ass. I can smell what my lunch is going to be before breakfast even comes. It's not like that. I like that. <laughs> it's one of them things that I am so sick and tired of how this fucking country works. Oh, we're all equal. Bullshit, we're all equal. Here's another fucking problem. Racism. I'm so sick and fucking tired of people going, oh, they're black, be careful. Oh, that guy's white, be careful. Fuck you. We bleed red. We all bleed the same fucking colors, jerk off. So stop trying to say black over there, white over there, Hispanic over there, Chinese over there, whatever it is over there. Work together for a common goal to make a living for your own families and shut the fuck up. 
I now, think... I'm a fucking Uber Lyft driver. I'm trying to make an extra couple dollars for my family, for my household. I got these fucking cock-sucking fucking Indians going, Oh, you don't belong here. Like, you know what? You don't fucking belong here. Hell, grab the fucking bees that I'm sure you don't have. Go back to your own fucking country. Get the paperwork. And come then fuck back over here and drive your yellow cap then. And so that's how I put it in the junkyard. Don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel. I'm just sick and tired of the fucking bullshit. I got into a fucking fist fight the other day with an Indian. Because he refused to get out of the way. I said, dude, I don't care who you are. He goes, I will hurt you. I'm like, get out of your car. You want to hurt me? Get out of the car. Come on. I have no problem. Wait, I'll drop you like a fucking sack of potatoes. Let's go. Oh, oh, you're going to get ticketed. This is for taxis only. I said, Really? I got a great idea. I bet you drive a Porsche at home. Take that fucking Porsche. Go get yourself a minivan. Drop the taxi. I'm sure you're paying two to three hundred dollars on night for just for rental. Get yourself a minivan and go do Uber and make twice the amount of money because people want to get into an Uber or a Lyft versus your nasty ass taxi. How about that? Suck a dick. And just to be clear, just to be clear on on uh, uh, Thorne's rant here, he is not picking on people for being uh, Indian. He's b- picking on these cab drivers that are being ignorant and fighting for the uh, for the uh, the fares uh, right now going on during the uh, the Democratic convention down right. there in Center yeah. City. I'm not I'm not pinpointing any certain race about any certain thing other than in general conversation with a general branch of people thinking that they're better than the next guy. We're all trying to make a living here. Shut the fuck up and let's all work together and make that living. Well, see, I think you hit the nail right on the head when you were talking about racism. Correct me if I'm wrong here, okay, but I have... I grew up with a grandfather who was kind of racist, but he never showed it. He was racist at home. You know, okay. out, out in the world, he dealt with, you, you remember that youth group he was a part of, mm-hmm. you know, and he dealt with everybody of every race, every religion, every creed. He didn't care. Now, when he was home, he did effing this and effing that, you know, that was his deal, and I always hated that because I, I always felt that was kind of two-faced. I love my grandfather, God rest his soul, but I didn't agree with his views in that aspect. Right. Uh, I've hated racism as far as I can remember. And quite honestly, I don't get racism. I don't get it. I don't. I don't fucking get it. Racism was because white people at one, in this country, in, in this country, white people brought slaves over uh, from Africa and and treated them like garbage and like dirt until white people fought in the Civil War to free them. And then during the, uh, uh, the 60s, Martin Luther King marched and pushed for the end of apartheid and, and to create total equality between all the races. Hey, remember some Abe Lincoln freed the slaves. A white man did that for the black man. That's what what I was trying to say. No, that's exactly what I was trying to say is that, you know, uh, the things that happened, the things that happened to the African-American race that they're still pissed off about happened 200 years ago, happened back in the 1960s. 
unless you're like 80 fucking years old now, you have nothing to bitch about. You were born free. You were born equal. You were born with equal rights in this country. You have the same opportunities, whether you choose to use them or not, you have the same opportunities as anybody else in this country. It doesn't matter if you're white, doesn't matter if you're black, doesn't matter if you're Hispanic, doesn't matter if you're Asian. You have the same chance at anything in this country as I do, as Brian does, as Thorne does. That's the way the country works. But the problem is that so many people were raised... So many people were still raised holding on to that hate that was from generations ago. Oh, don't, you know, black kids are raised, don't trust the white man. The white man's the devil. White kids are raised up, black kids are hoodlums and, and, and thugs, and they'll steal your car radio and murder you in a dark alley. And the racism, there's no point in this world for it anymore. People need to let it the fuck go. I didn't own any slaves. My family didn't own any slaves. I never wronged anybody who was African American. So don't hate on me just because I happen to be born with less pigment in my skin than somebody else. I'm sorry. And in vice versa, I'm not going to hate on you because your skin's a little darker than mine. You know, it, there, there's no such thing as racism except for those who can't let it go. Am I wrong? You're wrong. Can you move your Hey Thorne, can you move your phone a little bit because you're coming off as kind of like a robot right now. I can see I can see Brian can barely even hear what you're saying. You're where? Okay, cuz it's messing with your... Okay, yeah, cuz it's messing it's messing with your your uh signal a lot. You're coming off as uh very robotic. It's broken in and out and uh, very echoey. A- am I wrong in that, Bri? I, I can barely hear him. So, I it, apologize for all of that. Uh, the location is not the greatest. Well, wherever you move to now, you, you came in clear. So, I'm just in line in traffic in the parking lot. That's all I'm in. Is it an underground parking lot? Yes, sir. I am in the Wells Fargo parking lot. Yeah, so I just I just recently got your uh, video feedback. So, <clears throat> uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, I, Brian, how, how do you feel on this whole entire issue with with 
the way people are today still trying to play the race card and i'm not just i'm not picking on i, I want to be clear before i let brian answer here i'm not talking about like black people playing the race card to get their way or anything no i'm not saying that i'm saying anybody anybody who wants to sit there and play the pity me party because they want to believe racism still exists go ahead brian it only re really exists with when you think about it, adults, because when you see kids playing together, do you see any form of racism when children are playing together? No, you don't. Where do they learn it? They learn it. From, they learn it. They learn it from their families. They learn it from uh, the, the the choices of music or 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 other types of pop culture uh, phenomena that they list that they that they attach to. You know, um, again, perfect example of what you're just saying is uh, my son, who's 20 years old now, was best friends with this kid from third grade. They were inseparable. And then all of a sudden, this this guy, this kid, this adult now, but, you know, this kid just threw away that friendship because my son's white. Wow. And he and he got bought into this whole entire Black Lives Matter, white people are the devil bullshit. But yet, you guys were closer than fucking brothers your whole life. Where does that come from? <clears throat> Somebody getting in someone else's ear. Exactly. And that's the true racism, is the fact that it's being taught. Not that it actually exists. There is no white privilege. There's no black privilege. It's People are being taught to hate others for no reason. Yeah. Am I wrong? Uh, no, no, you're not. You know what? Someone said to me, I was talking to an airline pilot, and he wants to have a building in the center of the worst neighborhood possible. And he'll, he says, here's why. Think about this. All right. If you, have a, if you can teach adults, teach adults. Hang on for a second. Yep. If you can teach adults the rights and wrongs, then they can teach their children the rights and wrongs. And I'm surrounded by alumni. That way. Uber? Go over? Yes. All right, thank you. Um, teach the rights and wrongs to these kids and to these adults, then you're going to have the rights being done and the wrongs not being done so much. But people have the free will to still choose to do the negativity or positivity that they want. So if you know, a black man doesn't like a white, white, a white man, then guess what? It's just going to be that way. Unfortunately, but the problem is, is I think I think that there does need to be some sort of awakening. I don't know. I don't know exactly how to put it, but for lack of a better term, I think there's got to be some form of awakening in this country to where we no longer tolerate that. Yeah. The problem is, is that too many times, if a black person doesn't like a white person, we just ignore it instead yeah. of trying to educate them. If a white person hates a black person, we just ignore it instead of trying to educate them, and we allow it to continue on. Uh, what, what's well, the old, what's the old saying? Uh, the only time evil wins is when good does nothing. Yeah, but here's an issue. Let's just say you and I right now are two separate uh, ethnic backgrounds, two different. Black, white, Puerto Rican, gray, don't make it. Right. 
if you and I were to have a disagreement and I went, fuck you, and you went, no, fuck you, walk away from it. No, you're not going to walk away. Somebody's going to say, homeboy, I'm better than you. Excuse me? I'm Greg, you're Chinese. How does that make you better than me? I don't understand the concept there. Right then and there, it's, oh, you have to be racist, don't you? Excuse me? That turns into a whole big racist thing. All because we didn't agree on the sky being blue that day. Or, you know, I don't like the GMC Yukon, and you do. Who gives a fuck? It's an opinion. But racism is being taught, no matter what, to hate one another instead of being brother and sister. Get along. Rodney King, I mean, it's the truth. Just get the fuck along. Why not? I I I propose I propose uh, one phrase to this, and I and then I'm gonna want to move sub uh, subject here because uh, this is kind of a dark thing, and we're supposed to be a pop culture show. Yeah, um. <laughs> I'm also getting into an area where I gotta open my windows and sweat my balls off trying to keep other people from hearing us. So I'll leave it at I'll leave it uh, with the, with this simple phrase here: Doctor Martin Luther King had stated historically that he had a dream. I'm directing this directly to the people who support the Black Lives Matter movement. The radicals of the BLM that are shooting cops and killing white people as retaliation for how they feel the black person society has been treated to them. I have one posed question to you. Is this the dream Dr. King had? Amen. Now, with that being said, please, let's move on to movies, music. Tell me about your last freaking porno experience. Just anything other than politics and ra- and racial diversity. <laughs> um, there's the highest, not talking the highest chicks walking around this place. <laughs> so, and I'm privileged enough, God damn it, to be able to be here and witness it. Hell yeah. You're the only one. All right, I'll propose one to everybody. What was the what was the last, not the last movie you saw? Hold on, like, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right, you got both. All right. Not the not necessarily the last movie you saw, but what was the last movie you went to that it was just like it wasn't just you know paying your ten dollars to get your ticket and. Go watch a movie for two hours or whatever with with your overpriced bag of popcorn, but, <laughs> but you actually went in and as you came out, you were like, "Wow, what was your last wow movie going experience?" Uh, Ninja Turtles. Okay, how come? What 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 was it about Ninja Turtles that really blew you away? Honestly, the the CG. I'm a, I'm I'm a, sorry. I like CG effects, but the CG was phenomenal. The movie itself, the storyline was great for what it was. Um, it was just a great movie. All right. What about you, Brian? What was your What was your last wow experience? Like you were just so thrilled that you experienced that. Probably the very first Fast and Furious movie. Because I've always been a car nut. I love cars. And that first movie really focused on the cars. I mean, there was there was a story to it, too. But there was a lot of focus on the cars, and I really got a kick out of that. So between all the action and everything, it was like, wow. And then 
from then on, all the movies just turned into, oh, what kind of cool stunts can we do? For me, for me, it yeah. was, for me, it was uh, Daredevil. Quite honestly, I know Captain America: Civil War has come out and everything else, and they were great movies. But Daredevil was my last wow. And the reason of being is because I remember the X-Men Origins movie where Ryan Reynolds had portrayed Deadpool, but they completely fucked up Deadpool. And in fairness, yeah. and in fairness to Ryan Reynolds, it wasn't his fault, but you know, he took a lot of flack for that. And then of course you go afterwards he did the Green Lantern movie. Again, Ryan was good in the Green Lantern movie. But the movie was a complete fucking failure. The writing was absolutely wrong. So there's two comic book movie strikes against this poor actor who, quite honestly, is fucking hilarious. Oh, my uh, God, yeah. You know, with, with, like, the Van Wilder movies and everything else. And then he was a big Deadpool fan, and he wanted to make it right. He wanted to do it the right way. And when they green-lighted to do Deadpool and make it rated R and... It was almost like Ryan's performance was like an apology to everybody he ever fucking insulted with the original Deadpool, which again wasn't his fault. That was the writers, but he took it so personally that it was almost like his performance was like, I am so sorry for what you guys had to endure before. Here's the right way to do it. And I mean, I was, I walked into that movie not necessarily a Deadpool fan. I didn't hate the character, but I wasn't a big fan of the character. I walked out of that movie like, I've got to go buy some Deadpool comics, because that is fucking hilariously awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gentlemen, I have to bid you adieu. All right. On that... I'm enjoying this. Um, passengers are coming. All right, well, on that note, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll call this episode here uh, completed. Thank you very much, uh for listening in it's been one month who would have thought any closing thoughts from anybody before we go ahead and cut this off here much love and respect to all alright Brian ditto ditto alright thanks a lot for listening guys we'll be back next week and uh, hopefully we'll be back on topic but uh, thanks for putting up with us for one month and uh, we look forward to many many more episodes past till then have a good one guys peace And on that, we... All right, I already... I'm ready to have some fun, bitch! I started recording, motherfucker. Oh, fuck me. Now I got the music intro starting. I don't know why I do this. They hear us over the music anyway. <laughs> if you listen to other podcasts, we're talking over the music anyway, so...